Alright, let's continue learning how to receive from God. We've been on that for some time. And remember what I've been saying. It is those things that you are thinking in your heart that generates the spiritual force that brings forth a blessing for you or repels a blessing away from you and therefore entrench you under the power of the curse that came upon Adam. The curse of fruitlessness. So it's important you realign your mind to think like God. God says, I have thoughts. You have to step up to my level. That's Isaiah chapter 55. He said, my thoughts are not your thoughts. That is, think the way I do. Because currently, as a consequence of you thinking differently from me, you have ways that are not approved by me. If we think correctly, we receive the blessing of God without effort. We have been saying it is wrong for us Christians to think the reason why we get from God is because we did something for him. I emphasized last time, and I'm going to continue from that particular point, that do not think it is because you are giving that you will prosper. Prosperity is not tied to your giving. It is tied to the sacrifice of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is faith that you have, the righteous walk that you have before him, because righteous walk is a sign of your faith. Let me just quickly drop that in. When we're talking about faith, we're not saying that if I believe and I do what is wrong, I will still get the blessing. No. If I believe, it will affect what I do. It is my faith that actually activates the blessing of God. And, of course, let me just read that scripture again to be a way to emphasize that to begin from that point. Please, I would like to encourage everybody, please make sure you listen to this whole series. If you can't follow it on radio, log on to our website and download the messages so that you can get it in entirety. Don't just listen to one thing and run off with it and make, it, make me sound like I'm saying what I did not say. Sometimes when I teach like this, people will say that this pastor is saying Christians should not give. I am not an idiot. There are things I will never say. Christians, I keep on emphasizing, are givers. They are givers. If you are not a giver, your faith is doubtful. If you are not kind, your faith is doubtful. You need to go and pray again to be sure that you are really in the faith. Are you getting my point? However, the reason why God does things for you, I've been saying, is not because of what you did. It is because of what your faith is. Many times people do things, because you must understand what I was saying earlier, that works are a reflection of our faith. James explained something, that if a man says he has faith, he can only show his by his works. You understand my point? But works that are not motivated by faith do not produce righteousness for you. So the scripture that I want to read again today to emphasize what we have been saying lately is from the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 8. In verse 9, Paul was writing, he said, For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, that you through his poverty might become rich. And I need to emphasize that the reason why people become poor in life is because there is a curse upon the earth because of sin. Curses reign because of sin. But the deliverance that we have from these curses is found in the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. And that is why we believe. Sometimes people would say that the problems they are having in life is because of generational curses. Well, maybe it is possible. However, whether it's generational, ancestral, whatever name you want to give it, it is still cured by faith in Christ Jesus. It is not cured by you going to the village to go and do deliverance. It is not cured by somebody fasting on your behalf and discovering who placed a curse upon you. When people say that we know who did this to our family, they are just accepting that they are sinners. If you are not a sinner, if you are walking by faith, nobody can do anything against you. The fact is that the power of the blood of Jesus is what wipes away the curse of poverty. And we tap into that by grace. Grace is tapped into by faith. That is, we know the grace of the Lord Jesus. Read the book of Romans chapter 4. Paul said it has to be by faith if it is going to be in accordance with grace. So if you are going to prosper in life, 
If you are going to receive prosperity from God, you must realize that it is because of the grace of Jesus Christ. It is not because of your works. I've been emphasizing that. Sometimes when we human beings don't realize, no, the problem with human beings is that they just can't accept that something can be free. They tell people, believe and you'll be saved. And that was the problem in the book of Galatians. If you're a Bible student, go and read the book of Galatians. That was one book where Paul did not greet anybody. He introduced himself and went straight into his message, and it was obvious he was angry. Why was he angry? Because these people had believed. Some people now came to them and said, no, even though you have believed, you have to do the works of the law for you to be saved. Paul said, no, it is by faith, and it is by faith alone. You say, what about works? Works are just a sign of your faith. They are not things you do because you want to be saved. You do them because you have believed. I'll give you a very good example. The other day, my wife and I were doing some good works, and somebody told us that, listen, ah, stop this thing, no, at this point. You know you need money for this. You understand? And we smiled to ourselves and said, <laughs> you know, we said, don't worry about that. That has been taken care of. It is not as if we have so much money. It is because we, that thing the person was referring to, we have believed God that we will be able to do it. And so the money we have right now, Jesus says, sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. That is, there are enough problems around for us to use the money to solve. So each day we solve the problems of today without overburdening ourselves about the personal needs that we have, all right, because we are sure that God will take care of that. I'd like to give my testimony. I remember those days when I was getting married, and of course many of us who are in this part of the world will understand that marriage can be quite expensive for a young man. And then I didn't have uh, much money with, you know, I mean, I'd done the best I could. And it got to a point, I realized something, that I was using all my money and gathering it towards my marriage, my wedding ceremonies. You know, every little naira I had, I would put it aside. Instead of buying a cook, I would buy water. I put the money aside. You know, instead of being generous, I wouldn't be. Then one day I was sharing the word of God and I realized that he said, instruct those who are rich in this world you know, not to put their faith in the uncertainty of riches, but that they should put their faith in God who gives us all things to enjoy. That's First Timothy chapter 6 from verse 17. Paul now said that, let instruct them to do good, to be generous and ready to share. What I just realized, the Holy Spirit helped me understand, even as I was speaking, is that you see, when people have their faith in money, they are not generous, they are not ready to share. So instantly I realized what was going on, that what has been happening to me was that I was putting all my faith in money I could gather, rather than putting my faith in God. That a man whose faith is in God, you will see that that fellow is generous and ready to share. Instantly, I became generous. I took some of the money I had, I began to give to those who were in need around me. I honored the man of God who used to teach us the word of God. You understand? I just spent some money around. I returned to my generous nature as a sign that indeed my faith is in my God. And listen to me, over the next few days, God worked certain miracles for me that solved all the problems that I thought I still had. Why? Is it because I gave? No. It was because I returned my faith to him. You understand my point? And my giving was just a sign that my faith was in God. You cannot go now and go and start copying those actions and expect the same kind of miracles. It does not work. It is faith that is a foundation for what we receive from God. He said it has to be by faith that it might be in accordance with grace. Very, very important. Sometimes people copy works. They don't realize the faith that is behind it. If you read my book, and I recommend for everybody to go and read it, it is titled, Great Faith Can Be Yours. It is available for free download. If you want a physical copy, you can buy it, but it's available on our website, kwm.com.ng. You can download it free as a PDF file. In that book, I explained 
There are sometimes people want to copy the acts of the widow of Zarephath. They do not have the face of the widow of Zarephath. They say she gave her last meal and she never lacked again. So they rushed to church to go and give some big offering, thinking they will not lack. Many of you listening to me out there, you have done it. Your lack only increased. You know, one man was telling me the other day, but one woman, one pastor came to their church. He said, what are you doing with furniture? Go to the altar. Go and put it there so that you will prosper. The woman carried the furniture, gave to the altar so that she can prosper. My friend said, till today, two, three years later, she doesn't have any other furniture. You understand my point? Is it that God failed? No, it is because she was not acting on faith. She was acting by covetousness and trying to use the power of works to activate something from the hand of God, and it did not work. It was not motivated by faith at all. If your works are not motivated by faith, you will not get anything from the hands of God. What brings forth a blessing from the hand of God are the works that are motivated by faith because they just end up being the sign that faith is in there. Faith is actually the real motivator. You have just listened to a radio message by Pastor Banky. More of this and other messages are available from our website, kwm.com.ng. To contact us, write us at radiosemons at gmail.com and do not forget to do your part in spreading the kingdom of God by sharing this message with someone else. Thank you for listening and may the fruit of this word blossom in your life.